Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Happy, 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 happy anniversary! Happy, 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 happy anniversary! Happy, 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 happy! I would like, if I may, to take you on a strange journey. To explore strange new worlds. To seek out new life and new civilizations. To boldly go where no man has gone before. Fangirl Radio. Mothers, lock up your sons. The fangirls are busting out all over. It's Fangirl Radio. and welcome to this latest and greatest and very super special episode of the Fangirl Radio Show. I'm your host, Jessica Dwyer, and tonight is extra special as it is our one-year anniversary episode. It is uh, one year ago, to well, this week, that we started this big mutant love baby called Fangirl Radio, and uh, with me tonight are my girls, my special co-hosts, uh, as, as always, uh, Ren Willocks. Happy birthday! <laughs> I had images of Frosty the Snowman go through my head right then. And also, of course, Rachel T. Moore. And many more. <laughs> and as always, the lovely and ghostly Amanda, who I don't know if you can hear tonight or not. Probably not. But she's here in spirit, as well as, as in producing mode. But also... Um, Early bird here. We have a special caller, one of our special fanboy fans, Robert Taylor. How are you? I am doing wonderful. How are you girls doing? We are doing well. At least I am. Out of control. (laughs) Thank you for being out of control. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, otherwise, exactly. That wouldn't be our show without it being out of control. But uh, this episode is uh, also very special because tonight um, we bagged us a Daryl Dixon, which I am super (laughs) excited about, along with a couple of squirrels. But we did get Daryl Dixon, um, also known as, in reality, Norman Reedus. Um, And that that interview will be uh, at the end of the show. We'll have that. And it's actually a great interview. I uh, never heard uh, Mr. Reedus talk quite as much as he did with me, and uh, I was very excited about that. He uh, he told us some great insight into uh, how he brought Daryl Dixon to life, and I think you're going to be pretty uh, pretty entertained with that interview. And Amanda is going to have a great time um, hitting that that censor button <laughs> wherever it is during that that interview. But um, yeah, it's our one-year anniversary, and uh, uh, we've had a long and very interesting and crazy road to get to here, haven't we, girls? Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> long, long before there was a radio show, there was a long road to the radio show. True. So. Exactly, and uh, we've had um, in the past episodes we've had some amazing guests and some amazing times, and uh, I, you know, our first episode, of course, had uh, Mr. Doug Jones on it, and uh, he he came back to join us a few episodes ago to talk about the uh, awesome that is uh, Space Command, and I can't wait to to see that um, take fruit, uh, take you know come to life online um but uh yeah we've had some great episodes and i just i just love doing this i love talking to people reminisce i think we should i i love talking to people about the stuff that we love and i think (laughs) we we should should reminisce we should also ask robert what robert what's some of the what's what are some of your favorite moments because i know you've listened to quite a few of these episodes and what are some of the favorite moments that stick out for you that we've had happen on this show 
oh my gosh, where do I start? <laughs> uh, anything from Doctor Who to uh, 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 arguing how uh, True Blood like just went down like a airplane crash. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, Everything. that's Ooh. true. Uh, uh, I have this... what your favorite movies are that you went to see that week. I mean, it's just been a whole year of uh, just, oh, how do you narrow it down? One whole year, a birthday, an anniversary. It's been 12 months every week of nothing but this. <laughs> nothing but this. Well, <laughs> that's a hell of an endorsement. You can't point on it. I mean, it's been so much fun. I've had so much fun listening to the show. It's it, it's going to keep going. It's not going to stop. I mean, a uh, guest and guest and guest every week, and everybody just has a whole lot of fun. And it's even and it's even fun after the show. <laughs> the after well, the show is fun too. Aw. Yeah, well, you're the sweetest girls in the world, and you Aww. love everything. You know, I'm a fan boy, not a fan <laughs> girl, so, you know. <laughs> but I love the same things you guys love. You know, I love the Avengers Blu-ray. Woo! <laughs> By the I way, did, yesterday and did you get it before they jacked the price it. up? Did you get huh? it before they jacked the price back up? Because what? Target, Target screwed up on that one. That was the big thing. Our Target. Well, they, no, they did it all across the country. Oh, I really? guess. Really? That's hilarious. And yeah. That, yesterday morning, they released the four disc set for the same price as the two disc set. Oh <laughs> my God! Where the hell are you guys talking about Avengers? Yeah. yeah. Get they, this they, though. Only at Target. At Walmart, you can't get it, but at Target. Um, you can get the the ninety minute extra documentary, right? You, you can't it, get it, it at Target. It. Or <laughs> Robert's Walmart. over there going, "I got it, I got it." Yeah, they well, but they Jeff's they. Fault. <laughs> Go to Target, nineteen ninety nine. Go to Target. <laughs> and I was like, "Well, I guess I can't go straight home from work now." <laughs> I can't believe you didn't text me, Jay. I'm dying right now. That's why. That's why everybody at home needs to follow us at Fangirl Magazine, or follow Jessica Dwyer, or follow Ran Fangirl, or Rachel Fangirl, because we always post little tidbits like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, and I, I actually posted it because what happened was I didn't realize Target opened at like 8 o'clock in the morning, so I ran to Target at 8:30, and um, I bought it, and I was like, "Holy crap! It was, it's only 20 bucks." Because it came with the 3D Blu-ray, the Blu-ray, the DVD, the digital copy, the music download, and the 90-minute documentary. Uh And I I knew that was wrong. (laughs) I knew there was something wrong with that. I'm like, God, the mighty, that's cheap. Well, we went went as soon as we could, and they had sold out of the four disc at that price. And we were, he's like, well, you can wait, and we'll get another shipment tomorrow. And I'm like, yeah, is it going to still be the 20 bucks? He's like, no. (laughs) Well, here's here's the thing. My one of my friends on Facebook, um, I think it was Ryan, um, took a picture of their little 1999 sign that said Blu-ray 3D blah 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 for 1999. Took the picture to Walmart and Walmart price matched it. Nice. Where is that picture? <laughs> <laughs> it's on Facebook. <laughs> I'm absolutely. I'm just in physical pain right now. Physical pain. You know what I we did? If you follow me on Facebook, I don't. Know. I did. I missed it. I thought you were talking about freaking Choco bars. When I, read it, <laughs> I was at work when I read it, and I thought Jessica's on crack. <laughs> well, that's or that's always the case. In Oregon, I thought. Well, maybe it's cheaper in Oregon than it is in Prattville, Alabama. So I said, okay, I'm going to get off work. I'm going to go straight to Target. I'm going to find out, you know, she's on the up and up. And I went, <laughs> and it was like, oh, my God. Angel sang. Angel sang. <laughs> Actually, it would be Valkyries, I guess, since it's Thor and Loki. But, yes, 
Yes, that was, and I found out later that they immediately changed that, and they sold out in our town, as yeah. far as I know. They everything sold yeah. out. So it's I went to the midnight release party at Hastings, and Todd dressed as Thor. He won the contu- the costume contest, and the um, the trivia contest. He got like. 15 out of 15 right i got three out of 15 right dude (laughs) and but he didn't enter the coloring contest which i was really trying to talk him into doing you know um but it was fun we got we geeked out on that a lot i i went to i got my um warcraft pandaria the huge deluxe 79.99 set so i'm all good oh my god yeah i saw your picture that you posted but it was very cute. My husband's been playing that though. He got on the the um, the beta and was been, has been playing that. I I am in love with Guild Wars right now, um, but I have to I have to do an announcement right now while I can because um, I think I think Robert might be interested in this too. I I just got confirmation for one of our um, month of Halloween guests, Woo-hoo! and uh, I'm pretty excited because uh, this guy doesn't do interviews ever. And he's only he's doing this for me, because I I na- I've created a drink named after him. Because he loves you. Because he loves me, and I named the drink after him and created a drink after him. So Robert, are you ready? Are you going to be one of the first people to hear about this? Yes, and I'm ready for you to put your drink recipes on the internet <laughs> for me to copy. <laughs> there you go. I guess so. He's ready. The reanimator um, and the Joe Bob breaks. So we are going to have Joe Bob Briggs on the show on October 24th. He's going to record with us. And October 25th, Joe Bob Briggs is going to be on Fangirl Radio. Woohoo! Fantastic. Oh, get your tall boy beer cans ready. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, he, he's a... I am pretty excited. I am pretty excited. Monster Vision fans... Trailer Park fans, it is it is going to be the bomb on October 25th. Um, so I am very very excited. Uh, he's going to do it. He's going to do gonna it. I'm going to get him. He's You're not he's. Lying. I'm not lying. And oh uh, he, yeah, <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> normally do interviews. It is man. We got the Joe Bob going <laughs> to the house. I am so excited. Awesome. Uh, um, I'll uh, Joe Bob Briggs, aka John Bloom, who I am. Totally, totally in love with this man. He's been an idol of mine for a very long time, and an inspiration to me. So we're gonna have him on. Um, the other, the other thing that I uh, I have to tell you guys about, but I can't tell much because I'm under, um, uh, I am under uh, embargo. I got to see the first two episodes of The Walking Dead season three today. Oh, the first what you said. First two episodes. First, first two episodes of Walking Dead season three. I have I have connections and I have my ways and um and they're legal ways and that means I can't talk about anything I saw yet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I will just say Holy bleep! Dude. Are there zo- are there zombies in it? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making sure. No, there is there is there's a lot of good stuff in these two hours, and um, uh, it's it's gonna be you're just gonna freak out when you see it. It's it's really good, and um, uh, I can't say any more than that. I can't say any more. I can't say any more, but you know that leads into who our guest is tonight. That we're going to be. Can talking. you tell us whether they gave you a CD, a thumb drive, or a download? That way, we know what to steal from your house. There's yes. nothing physical here that you can steal. That's what I mean. Is it digital? Is it on your computer? Because then I'll just hack your system. No. Haha. And and AMC is listening. <laughs> so sad. Oh, Bless don't. you, Jessica Dwyer. Ha, ha, ha. Um, no, also, we love Jay. We love Jay and I her do. fantastic connection. <laughs> but um, I, I have to I have two pieces of Walking Dead information that I wanted to share that I can talk about because it's not to involving the the first two episodes. Um, that is the fact that there is uh, there's a weird rumor going around right now that the uh, already pre-announced season four is happening of the show. Um, due to a uh, 
a release they did for the blood drive that The Walking Dead did, where it said you can win a trip to season four of The Walking Dead if you this win this the con- second weird like snafu of pre-announcing crap on the internet. Why do they keep doing that? I I don't know. And then I guess AMC swept in and said that you know we we are not announcing anything yet. But I you come on, you know it's going to be they're going to have a season four. So that's just a given. That's like saying goodbye to Shane before they killed him. Yeah, but that was just bad, bad times. That was bad. Bad things, bad things. Um, the other deal is, of course, they have um, announced the uh, the new uh, webisode series that's going to be starting up. I believe in October you're going to get a couple of them. Uh, they're going to start with uh, called Cold Storage. And uh, Greg Nicotero is back. He's directing it, and it's going to be, I believe, another lead into how one of the uh, zombies came to be. That's a much and, better name than the Ponds. Ah, uh, <sighs> yeah. Speaking of <laughs> speaking of Doctor Who, what do you guys think of this? And Robert, you can you can chime in on this as well. What do you guys think so far this season? I haven't seen much because I watch it with you, so I haven't seen any since the first episode. I haven't seen the new season yet, so I'm kind of like your hubby sometimes. I'm out of this. <laughs> I have to sit still and like listen and wait for the DVD. <laughs> I don't get all these channels. I did. I did yeah. watch some new Doctor Who, which is which is. Uh, an aberration for me since I've decided not to watch it. But no, I watched I watched an older episode though. I watched The Doctor's Wife, which you told me to, and it was lovely. Um, oh, it was super the good. only the only episode I wanted to catch that I had missed was the one with uh, Ben Browder. Didn't even realize he was going to be on the show, but I'm such a diehard Farscape him. fan. Well, you know, the man doesn't quite look like himself anymore. No offense to the guy, he's still handsome as all get out, but. Uh, he doesn't look like Crichton anymore, but um, yeah, I'll watch that because I'm a huge Ben Browder fan. But uh, no, I'm I'm, but I'm as disinterested as I've always been. So I'm a bad I'm a bad um, temperature taker of the show. Well, I I'm I don't know. I I wasn't in the the power of three episode that they just had like this like this weekend was okay. I don't know. It just feels off. I I don't know if it's just they're rushing through because I know they're already you know next next weekend is the uh, the fall season finale, and it's going to be the final pond episode. And I I don't know how I feel about this season so far. It feels sort of off to me, and well, I not I don't know. It just feels I have off. A question about it for someone who has seen it because we all got together and watched the first episode, yeah. and so we saw you know Dalek girl who go who you guys were telling me was going to be the next companion, but and she has not seen hide nor hair of her yet. Nope, nope. That's just um, stupid. Well, well they got to let the pawns finish out. They, you know, they're some of the most beloved companions in a while, and so. Well, and apparently, according by the numbers game being played, they are the longest lived companions of the new Who's uh, uh, since two thousand and five. So, oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah, so they've been around longer than anybody else. But I don't know. I just I, I'm not feeling it this season. So hopefully, what did you they'll... think oh, about the? Um... Uh, it's yeah, I'm not feeling it this season. I'm, I'm waiting for them to get the new girl in. Maybe it's because Amy just is annoying to me this season and what has been you, for a couple. That's of because Amy is always annoying. I, I love you Amy. Are. You guys know this. <laughs> what, what did you think about the Brigadier tie-in? That made me actually, actually get a little misty-eyed. Aww. See, I, 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 I wouldn't see it because of that, but that when they did that, I I was. I was like, oh, you know, I, I, that literally like grabbed my heart. And that's all they, you know, that's the whole reason they did it. <laughs> to rip my heart out. Stop on it for a little bit. But, um, but yeah, I, uh, I was, I, I did like that bit. I loved it when they, when units showed up and all of that good stuff. Uh, that's why I guess the power of three episode, it, 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 out of all of them so far they've had this season, that's been probably my favorite and it was because it had some great nods and it had some great moments for um matt smith 
but they're kind of hyperacting him up to the point of being annoying. Yeah. I don't, it's sort of weird. So, yeah, that's that's our that's my rant on who. Um, but I uh, I did want to bring up one thing though that we're not the only um, only awesome we're not the only awesome thing having an anniversary this week. Do you know yeah. what else is having an anniversary this week? No, no. What is it? The Princess Bride. Oh yeah, it's twenty five, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Gosh. Do you right? feel old yet, Rob? <laughs> Awesome, awesome film. Oh, uh, man, I uh, I feel really old because I was about Fred. I was probably older than Fred Savage when that came out. Yeah, I was. I was oh, like you- <laughs> five. Jay, if you were older than Fred Savage when it came out, you're still older than Fred Savage. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying in the freaking movie. Come on. That was awesome, friend. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You get a cookie. God. <laughs> okay. God. God. Um, but yeah, uh, the Princess Bride is 25 years old this week, and uh, one of my favorite movies of all time, as long as well as uh, many, many other people. It, it gets me because Mandy Patinkin, who a lot of people don't like <laughs> in real life, I love him, but apparently he can be a real tool. Um, I don't know to work with. It, it doesn't matter. I, I'm all about the diva. I think. I think. If oh you yeah, want to like Mandy Patinkin, go on You're, with your bad. Well, I will never forget ever him going on the late show with um, David Letterman and popping up with Tony Tony. Um, oh shoot, um, Tony Randall, and doing this impromptu Big River singing, and then running out to go to be at the at the musical. Uh, they just ran in, sung, and laughed. I mean, that was it. It was great. We have a caller. We have another caller. Who is this? It's me, Jessica. <gasps> Ryan! Ryan! Hi! Hey! I had Welcome. a feeling. <laughs> I just wanted to call in and say congratulations on your one-year anniversary. Why, thank Aww. you, sir. Thank you. We love you. We love you guys. We Hello. love our families. <laughs> And I love you guys. (laughs) You having a good show so far? We are having a great show so far. Um, We we just brought up, um, you know what's funny? You call and we were just talking about divas. Nah. Divas? (laughs) Divas, yes. We were talking about divas and you call. (laughs) Well, my ears were burning. (laughs) I guess so. (laughs) But we were talking about the Princess Bride being 25 years old this week. Oh, Wow. Yeah, and we were sort of feeling our age at that point. (laughs) It's probably been that long since I've seen it. (laughs) You need to remedy that right away. Remedy. I'm just kidding. It's it's been a couple years, but I do love that movie. It's so cute. We do love it. Yeah, we um, we were talking about the fact that um, you know we're having Norman Norman uh, Reedus's interviews tonight, and we were discussing Uh the Dead and um, how. We, uh, you know, I actually got to see the first two episodes of the new season, but I can't say anything about it, which really sucks. Oh, aren't you just so lucky? No spoilers. I am not spoiling anything because nope. I will be sued. She's just rubbing <laughs> it in that she has it. She just has I, to. I, I don't have it. Because if I say I have it, Ren will come here and break into my, my house and steal it. This and is true. Will, it's true. See, I know her. So it's gonna <laughs> I happen. know she will. I know she will. So, Ryan, I have to ask, are you coming yes. to Horrorhound Weekend in November? Of course I am. Okay, and what are you excited about, about Horrorhound Weekend in November? Um, oh, God, I don't know. And there's supposed to be, like, somebody, like, really famous there or something? I think there's some, <laughs> yeah, that would be me. No, 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 no. No. <laughs> No, of divas. I know, I know. I had to get in on that. No, we are going to have Jamie Lee Curtis at Horrorhound Weekend in November, and um, already. You know, my my socks are still blown off from that. The fact that we're having her at a show, I know it's it's going to be crazy, yeah. and they and they already sold out of all the VIP tickets for her. Um, but we will be having um, regular entry tickets and and autograph tickets will be available as well. So it's not completely sold out; just the VIP passes uh, packages are sold out right now. But you well, that's can still awesome. go and I actually have a yeah. friend flying in from Florida to come. 
I heard somebody's flying in from Germany. Oh which wow! Is, which is crazy to me, but yeah, we're getting we're having a, a guy from. Um, I, I heard this. I heard this at the last show. Someone from Germany is coming in, so that's going to be crazy. Um, I'm hoping yeah. that there is a bigger worldwide draw for this. I think it, it's got potential. Oh, it totally does. Because I mean, this is the first time ever she's done a show, so it's going to be it's mm-hmm. going to be nuts. Um, but yeah, Ryan, I, I asked Robert, and he he gave us a, a, a he just liked everything um, about what mm-hmm. we've done so far this year with this show. And I wanted to ask you what what's something that stands out for you this um, this year that we've had on this show that's happened. Um, I really enjoyed that one chat we had. It was one episode I called in probably, it was closer to the March Horror Home show. Mm-hmm. And we talked about, I believe we talked about 90s horror films, I believe, or maybe 80s. I really liked talking about those nostalgic films. They have like a really deep place in my heart. That's where my love for film is really deep-rooted, and I just enjoyed, like, chatting with you girls about all those movies that most people don't really like. <laughs> and the well, fairy the tale old- conversation. That was, I oh, love the fairy tale I love the fairy tale. The fairy tale one was great. Um, mm-hmm. the, uh, I actually just purchased on eBay, because it's, like, the only way, for you Sons of Anarchy fans out there, because I'm one, um, and my I favorite character, don't say a word, I'm catching up. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I, there, I will, I will find you and hurt you, <laughs> and then no, rub they, it in some more that she's already seen Walking Dead. One and two. I, I'm not spoiling anything, though, am I? Ha ha ha! No, the, um, the, uh, my favorite character on Walking, on, on, got me talking about Walking Dead again. My favorite character in Sons of Anarchy is Tigger. I love Tig. I've loved Tig for years, even before <laughs> Sons of Anarchy. His name's Kim Coyote. I don't watch he, that show. Which one is he? He's the big blue-eyed, gorgeous one. That's um, that was the uh, Sergeant at Arms, and uh, he's got these crazy blue eyes of doom. He's gorgeous, and uh, he's been around for quite a while and has done quite a few horror movies. He was in Skinwalkers. He was in um, this great movie that you need to find if you love. Um, I think this was maybe oh, Skinwalkers. He's in Skinwalkers. Um, Somewhere but, on DVD uh, in this incredible large DVD collection. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I feel you. I've got the same problem. Um, but uh, they have. Um, he was in this great movie that's no longer not available on DVD right now, but you can find maybe a bootleg called The Club, which is a great uh, late or early 90s movie that you need to check out. Anyway, he's done tons of movies. He was in Innocent Blood, and he was in Dracula the series. Well, I found finally on DVD this movie he did with Andrew Stevens and Heather Thomas and Christopher Plummer called Red Blooded American Girl. <laughs> and Christopher Plummer. That's really random. Plummer. <laughs> and it's a vampire flick. It's a vampire flick. Wait, 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 wait. Hold the phone. Does that mean that in it, Christopher Plummer is a vampire? Yes. <gasps> oh my gosh, I know what we're doing this weekend. <laughs> so, Did someone just have a nerdgasm? Is that what just happened? I, I, don't, I don't know. Have you seen Dracula 2000? <laughs> I mean, where have you been? <laughs> I was gonna say Christopher Plummer is like Van Helsing Ren. Re- yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No so, so Ren and Rachel, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to Ren first. Ren, what is something that you stands out for you from doing this show for a year? Well, I kind of have a a, a fond memory slash goal because there's like so much that's awesome that we've done, but I want to do so much more. And one of the things is like almost every episode, somebody says something, and then Jay says that's going to be on a t-shirt. Um, <laughs> and we haven't made any t-shirts yet, but we probably will like really soon. But the one that I really really want as soon as we make it, I am going to buy a shirt that says I got kick punched. Because the interview with Derek Mears made me laugh so hard. Like, that guy was fantastic. And when we told him that we wanted him to be the Kurgan and he was so happy, that was just fantastic. I know. And I actually did start the petition. It's out online for him to be the Kurgan. So as long as we get to see him punch Ryan Reynolds at least once, it'll be worth it. (laughs) 
at least <laughs> lots of times. <laughs> lots of times. He's so all right, Rachel. All right, Rachel, what stands out for you in this crazy oh, year man. that we've had in this show? Well, as far as interviews, I think my favorite was um, Trevor Roth, who um, is with Roddenberry Enterprises, of course, and created oh, Roddenberry. And he's, he's just a sweetie and an amazing, talented person. And I thought that was one of one of my favorite episodes. If you're going to go back through and, and listen to interviews, that was one of my favorites. Um, and I think... Uh, for me, I don't think I've said the words out of control so much. I think it is now legitimately my catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> Along with Todd's, oh, girls, really? <laughs> and, um, anytime either one of those phrases are out, something horrible and wonderful just happens. So there's been a lot of, too many of those moments to count. Well, I, I got to say, I, I can't pick, I don't know, I can't pick a favorite interview. I mean, we've had so many great awesome people on the show and and Dougie Doug Jones and Greg Nicotero of course are forever two of my my babies I love those guys to death they're amazing talented people and by gum Greg Nicotero he will do that commentary episode with us I vow this (laughs) this will happen this will happen he he told me he would on the air and we have it on tape So, (laughs) so it will happen but um, I absolutely love it, and, and I'm working my way through trying to get us some great guests lined up for upcoming shows, too. Uh, like I said, we just announced um, this episode that we're going to have Joe Bob Briggs in October. Um, oh, wow. And yes, I'm excited as all heck about that one. And um, there, is, there is a 75% chance they came through for me with the Norman. But we may be having a guy by the name of Kevin Smith. Nice. <laughs> so. Oh God, I've heard that name somewhere before. I just, I, it, <laughs> yeah, the only person here that has every DVD Kevin Smith ever put out. <laughs> Love him. Speaking of guests, Miss Jessica, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Um. So. Where, when are you going to get my uh, dream guest on your show? Wait, now, I, I think I know who you're going to say, but tell me who your dream guest is. The one and only Cassandra Peterson. I, I, oh, think, yeah. I, can, I think I can do that. She's been on, um, on Jackalope already a couple of times, I think. Um, but I think we could get Cassandra Peterson for you, Ryan. Oh. I would only, love that. But only if you are my guest co-host. It would be an <laughs> honor and a pleasure. Yeah. I'm going to be a listener that night. I'm going to let him run it. <laughs> but um, we've- uh, did um, I happen to tell you, Jessica? By the way, just a real quick little side note: Did I happen to tell you what happened to me at Horror Hound? Oh God! Do I <laughs> Friday night? Friday night, not Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to you on Friday night at Horror Hound weekend? Um, that this guy came up to me and asked to take a picture with me while I was in costume as Elvira. Did they really think you were Cassandra? No, he worked with, he was with Cassandra. Oh. And he came up and was like, can I take a picture? And so I took a picture and then he said, I'm here with Cassandra. I'll be here tomorrow in drag. Come find me. I'm going to take this picture up to her right now and show it to her. Didn't realize it was Peaches Christ. I was going to ask, was it Peaches Christ? That's awesome. Oh, Ryan. Oh, that's so sweet. That is so epic. (laughs) Oh my god! I didn't realize I, it until I saw the drag queen with her, and I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> that is gorgeous!" Well, yeah, you you were looking good that night because you came to my room party that night, and you looked amazing. Well, thank you. I'm glad that um, you thought that. It's I'm sad to say that um, that was my last uh, Midwest appearance in costume. Oh, but you went out just because my dress is shot, huh? You went out with a bang having Peaches Christ come up to you and ask for a picture. I know. I know. So it's the crown jewel in my beehive, and I'll take (laughs) it and run. Aw, that's awesome. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that was Oh, we can tell. I, I think we can pull that one off. I think that's one of my favorite things you ever one. brought me back from a oh, con yeah. when I was sad. Oh, <laughs> which was. Back. Oh, um, Cassandra's autograph? Yeah, he brought me back yeah. Cassandra's autograph. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, and then we got Gravedigger for you for a picture. You that get was... Gravedigger as a picture, and I think I have Clive Barker. I, um, oh. Yeah. So I don't ever get to go, and usually I'm sad, and so Jessica brings me back. So I'm kind of I try to bring back when she remembers me. When she remembers, she almost always does. I try <laughs> unless to. she's crazy busy. Unless I always know, I always know, no, I always know how crazy busy you are. Dependent on like if I if I get a signature or not when you come back. <laughs> uh, all I have to say was this was the first year I was running around so much that I actually went and got a, a zombie at the show. I never no. get. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, my God, I'm in so much pain. I need a zombie And I went over and got her to do one. Is that but, what um, it sounds like? Is that a massage it's a, from a zombie? Yes, it is. Wow. That's awesome, good? isn't it? They're, oh, she was amazing. Do they moan while they do it? No. But you do. <laughs> <laughs> is it from you the massage with a happy ending? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Gives a whole new meaning to it, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, well, I, I think I think we're getting near time that we're. Ending. Wow, we're going whole into a whole weird area here. Okay, let me. A whole weird here. area, um, but I think we're getting ready to run out of time here because we're going to have to. Um, we're going to have our interview with Norman Reedus in about two minutes but I wanted to tell everybody all my listeners and all my my buds here that helped put this show on thank you so much because this show means a lot to me and I'm glad that I have a lot of people that seem to like it and um, like to listen to us babble about the things that we love Um, the whole reason I wanted Fangirl Radio out there and Fangirl Magazine as well is to show girls like me young and old um that they're not alone and that we're just as good as the boys when it comes to knowing our stuff so um thank you guys for listening to us and and making this a great year and i hope to keep it rolling with another great year of stuff for you and it makes me happy to make you happy and um rachel do you have have anything to add to that i I have to thank you for making fangirl a safe place for fangirls and fanboys everywhere to um, talk about the things we love and argue and call each other names. It's it's really great, and uh, before and and even uh, before that with the magazine, it, it's such a labor of love, and people don't know how much you put into it and um, how much work it is. And so, I just wanted to thank you for that. Oh, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Make me cry. <laughs> And I want to say congratulations to you ladies for one year of amazing shows. And I hope that it continues to grow for you and just get bigger and more people fall in love with you as I have. Aw, thank you guys. We do have big plans. There's a lot that we want to, a lot more that we want to do. Um, And it's slowly, you know, the machine turns slowly, but it does. And we're getting, uh, we'll probably roll out a lot in this next year because... We're going to steal Chris Hardwick's soul and take his Nerdist over. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Watch out, Nerdist! <laughs> and with that, um, speaking of Chris Hardwick, um, we're going to roll into my own version of The Talking Dead with um, my one-on-one with Norman Reedus, which, as I say one-on-one with Norman Reedus, many thoughts go into my head that I shouldn't voice. Um, but with that... <laughs> With that, um, here is uh, Norman Reedus of The Walking Dead, and um, he is just amazing, uh, great actor. He's been around a lot longer than you know, and is super multi-talented, and uh, I really enjoyed talking with him about this. So um, before we roll into that, once again, thank you guys for listening. It's been a great year. Here's to another even better one, and uh, here you go. Thanks. Hi, Norman. Hey, how are you, babe? Doing great. How are you doing? I'm so, so good. I'm in a car in LA on a Bluetooth thing. It's very weird. Oh, so I'm like a voice in your head right now is what you're saying. Well, no, you know how you just like, you just talk at the steering wheel. 
very high tech. Oh, so I'm very, basically night rider for you. That's, that'll work. Right? Yeah, I don't do this back at all. It's pretty fun. <laughs> so uh, I know I don't have you for very long, so I'll get right to it. Um, so I wanted to ask you, are you surprised by just how popular Daryl Dixon has become for The Walking Dead? I mean, he's basically the character of the show that everyone absolutely adores. I don't know, I think I, you know, I think I got pretty lucky with, with him because he's such a complex guy, you know, that, you know, people started really liking Daryl, I, I, I think the ladies especially started liking him when, after the Cherokee Rose stuff, you know, I, I think once, you know, he was like looking for this, putting a lot of work into finding this little girl of this, of this lady that needed help, you know, he just kept going when the rest of the group kind of gave up, so... I think that had something to do with it, but I don't know, he's just a very complex guy, you know, he, he, he can protect you and he, he can be tough, but he also, he's really trying to figure it out, he's trying to find out who he is and trying to be a better person, and I think that's, you know, that's sort of appealing. Well, and, and that's kind of leads into my second question was, you really gave him a lot of levels, and um, he could have been very cartoony, I mean, you know, your typical, he's a redneck, he hunts, he's the country boy. But you've you've given him a lot of levels and a lot of depth. Um, did you, But he's a character that wasn't established in the comic book. So where did you go to build this guy up in, in terms of reference, and what did you pull from? Well, you know, when we started, I, I never had a, I had a conversation about Daryl with Frank Darabon ever, not once. Um, and I didn't, you know, I, I met everybody and they had already been friends and they had already done all the press photos and been hanging out. And I met them on that, you know, that third scene in season one, you know, with, you know, finding the deer. Right. So I, just, I had to throw squirrels and stuff right off the bat and say these lines that were like crazy. And uh, so I was pretty nervous. But, you know, I tried to, to tear up a little bit in between drawing squirrels and trying to knife people. And I tried to <laughs> make it seem like... He's still the little brother to someone, and his big brother, as much of a douchebag as he is, still his brother, and he's the only family left. So I try to make it, you know, not just, really, I'll kill you, but, you know, I try to, to make it like I was a lost kid. And, you know, I, I guess I'm, I'm pretty damaged personally already, so I, I think it's kind of, uh, maybe that was a little, made it a little more easy to tap into to the damaged aspect of Daryl, you know, so... You know, I'm always fighting for things for Daryl on the show. Like, you know, there was there was one episode that was written that I, after we find out about Sophia, that I take more drugs that I that are in the motorcycle, and you know, I'm like, Zoinks. I'm just gonna take drugs. That's what I do. And you know, I, I had long talks with the writers about I didn't want to be that guy. I didn't want to just take drugs. I thought it was an easy way out. I wanted to. Daryl to be more of like an Al-Anon member and less like an Alcoholics Anonymous member, you know. I wanted him to grow up with his brother that did things that were embarrassing to Daryl and, you know, his racist remarks and I didn't want to say racist things. I didn't want to take drugs. I wanted to be like, you know, this guy's this kid that grew up with that around him and he didn't want to grow up to be like his family, you know. So they were kind enough to let me run with that sort of idea and they wrote really rich material for me, you know. Well, yeah, and it, and it, you well, know, in TV, you kind of like, you kind of do these little things, you know, I'm not, this is my first real TV gig, so, you know, in, in movies, you kind of go from A to B, and you end up at C, and you have this art that you try to make work, and the time frame that you're allowed to shoot it, but, you know, in television, you, you can kind of do these little things, and they turn into storylines, you know, like, with Carol leaning over to kiss me on the forehead, I kind of flinch, like, she's going to hit me, like, yeah. You know, and so now, you know, there's a whole storyline about how, what an abused child I was. And that all stems from those moments. So if everyone's paying attention and we're all on the same page, I, 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 I can allow, I can make Daryl a richer character. You know what I mean? I, they can help me do that and I can help them do that. So I'm just lucky on this job that it, everyone's working together as a team, you know? Well, and, and, and that was kind of leaning towards what I was going to ask you about, too, was season two, you really kind of like, you, about halfway through, you really just come alive with this character, like with that episode where Carol kisses you in the head and everything. And I, I just wanted to know what, what it was like to be the focus of such an intense episode like that one was, because it was basically you. You were that episode. 
I, you know, I, I loved that episode coming up. I, you know, it had all these things about it that, uh, you know, I, I, I even got, like, you know, calls from the producers of the show after the season two ended saying, you know, we started the thing and that's just, you know, these storylines sort of fizzled out. But, you know, it's an ensemble show and, you know, I just want, to, I just want my character to be part of the story that we're telling for the show. about this because it um season two kind of hinted at daryl as you've you've evolved and like that scene with you and jeffrey demun where you basically you know you're the the angel that gives him the release from from that horrible pain and and you've become kind of the soul and conscience of the show with with um with him leaving Uh, is that where you want to see your character evolve to well, you know, it's interesting. I, I, I knew ahead of time that Carol was going to have that line uh, where she says, you're just as good as the rest of them. And I, I knew, I saw that in a script early, early on. And with that idea that I knew that that was coming, and it's such a powerful thing to say to somebody, you know, it says so much about the person you're saying it to. You know, so I, I always looked for, for areas where... You know, I, I was the guy that took out the garbage. I was the guy that did the grunt work. I was the guy that got his hands dirty. You know, like when we open up that zombie looking for the remains of Sophia, it was very important for me to go, no, no, let me do it. You know, my knife's bigger. You know, let, let me get my hands dirty. You know, and, and so I looked for all these moments to be, to be that guy. And, you know, it, you know, there were times where, like, you know, Daryl would go look for Sophia, and Rick would say, hey, don't go yet. Let's make a plan and let's all go together. And Daryl was like, no, I'm better off on my own. Right. I'm just, you know, he just did his thing. I mean, it, it, and that says a lot about him too. Like, he's kind of this lone wolf of a, of a guy, you know. So it, 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 that's how I'm playing him, you know. I'm playing him like, it, the more opportunities I get to show that in this story, the better for me. You know, I don't want to just fall into the number two position and be like, oh, I'm the son of the man. You know, I hate that term. Because there's some decisions that people make that you don't agree with. You know, and I don't want to just be like, whatever you think, you know, you think jump, I jump. You know, I don't want to be that guy. I want to be questioning. You know, and there's, there's certain things about Daryl, like, you know, he pays attention to everybody. You know, when Daryl goes to him and he goes, you know, you know about Shane killing all this. I'm like, of course I know. You know, right. I, I, I'm I'm, paying, I'm watching all of you guys like television. You know, I, I know exactly what everyone's thinking. I ain't get this not my place to say it. You know, right. so the more opportunities I get, you know, to show to show loyalty or to go against loyalty or to fight for these people that I truly love, uh, without ever Zoinks. fucking saying I love them, I'd never say that. But. Uh, <laughs> The more opportunities like that, the better for me, and, and the richer I can make Daryl. I, I really feel like Daryl has so many places he can go. The 
fact that he's not in a comic book is is it, it allows me to do a bunch of stuff. I can sleep with everybody. I can kill everybody. I, you know, I can go all over the place. So, I, you know, it, it's exciting for me. That's awesome. And and you're right. I mean, you you aren't limited by the the shackles of the pre you know predisposed what they're going to do uh, in the comic. And so that does give you a lot more variety that you can go with it. And I like the fact that you make him a watcher because I could totally see him growing up. You know, he'd be the one waiting for dad to come home to beat him up or to see what how bad's it going to be today, and he would know the signs. Yeah, you know, absolutely. You have to. I mean, you think about it. You have to be observant in situations like that. I mean, I know, like, like me growing up. You know, as a kid, I um, uh, you know, I mean, I was a little kid with a smart mouth. You know, and I, I had a sort of a. I didn't have the greatest upbringing in, in certain ways, and there were times where I was in danger, mm-hmm. and you know, I, I would have to hide that danger. I'd have to smile when I wasn't supposed to smile. I'd have to like wise crack my way out of a situation that that you know that was coming from a place that it shouldn't have been coming from. So I had to you know put on. Uh, you have to develop all these like. Uh, what do you call those? Uh, Self-preservation. Yeah. Yeah, you have to, you know, all, all these all these things you have to do to get by, and it has nothing to do with reality. So when you find somebody that's doing that and they're fighting against what they're supposed to be doing, it's much more interesting than than watching them just do I mean, it, it, it's much more interesting to watch somebody try not to cry than to cry. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Or... or or, or, or step into a fight that they have to fight and they don't want to fight at all. That's much more interesting. So the more the more I can play against the obvious with Daryl, the more interesting you'll be. You know what I'm saying? Totally. Yeah, and, and I uh, into that, I wanted to ask you because I know you guys, I think you've filmed about half of the season already. Um, what is has there been a specific moment so far this season that you've been filming that you can actually talk about a little bit um, that has made you go, yeah, that's that's what it's about. You know, I, I can't, but I can say that that this season I've had a whole bunch of those moments. Oh, good, that, um, that's good. And and it's not just the scenes that I'm in; it's scenes I'm watching from other actors. I mean, every single actor on the show is their fucking A game is fucking on point this season. I mean, Chandler's killing it. All the ladies are killing it. The new people are killing it. Rick's always killing it. Like. Like, you know, the, the thing about this show, I've never experienced it on any job I've ever done. And I've done, like, 40 films. I'm not really versed in television so much. But, you know, every single department on the show is loves this job. Like, their whole heart is in this job. Like, I, I, can, I can be doing scenes and look around at, like, someone, you know, pulling focus. And he'll be, I can tell on his face, that was fucking awesome. And it's not even just scenes while I'm talking. It's, it's, I'm watching other people do stuff that I'm, I just fucking go home. I'm like, they nailed it. Like, it, it, it's so... I, I there's not a weak link in our chain. And, and, and everyone steals it and everyone loves this job. Like, I did some jobs at the beginning of the season and I did some in between the, the two seasons. And all I could think of doing these jobs, and there was big actors around, and, you know, people sitting around their blackberries, all, like, you know, being actory and shit. And all I could think of was, I want to go fucking back to Georgia. I want to get off fucking plane and blow this fucking pop in and go back to this job where everyone is amazing. And I, that's all I wanted to do. So, I love being in Georgia. I love the, the team I have. Uh, it, it, we're like a family, and... and uh, you know, just like that, I'll do anything for these people. That's amazing, and and I I get that because I I know Greg and I know how much this show means to him, and he is heart and soul into this. So that's that's epic that you feel that way. I love that. I I, I want to move out of New York City and move to Georgia. I mean, the problem with being on a zombie show is you never know when you're gonna fight it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, exactly. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You never know who's going to die next. Well, stuff, that was but, uh, yeah, I was going to ask you about how that is to work on a show like that because this is a very um, balancing act of you don't know who's going to croak and who isn't. 
depending upon the script. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting. You know, it's like, you know, you know, we did those Entertainment Weekly covers, and mine did really, really well, and, you know, you're kind of like, oh, that's great, that's job security, but you don't know. No, it's not. You know what I'm saying? And then you go, oh, you're a fan favorite. I'm like, is that good? Is that bad? Like, I have no idea, you know? So was Dale. You know what I'm saying? I just want to hang out. You know what I mean? I, 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 I want to see, I want to see Dylan Dixon can be the last man can stand it. I, I want to see him walk down the road with a little dog like Matt Max. Like, but then again, I love all the other storylines. You know what I'm saying? But uh, it's just, I, it, it doesn't get better than this, and we all know it. Like it, it does not. That's awesome. Well, I know I have to let you go here, but I did have one question I personally wanted to ask you about um, real fast. You have a history of working in the art world, and, and you take photographs. I know that. You've worked on pieces and things. Have you ever thought of like making your own comic book after having worked on this show and being immersed so heavily into the culture? Have you thought about doing that on your own? You know, I, I think I think Robert Kirkman's mind has about four hundred little compartments in it, and they all they all talk to each other. Like I, I couldn't even I have one compartment, and it barely speaks fucking English. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, there's no way I could pull off what Robert does. There's no fucking way. You know, that guy's a fucking genius. But I mean, I, you know, I'll continue to do artwork and stuff. But you know, I, I'm working on a book of photography now, and I, you know, I just did another art show and you know I, I do it all the time but that's what I did before as an actor so I I, I kind of do all that for myself mm-hmm. I think if I ever did it and had to you know had a legion of you know comic book fans like Robert has I wouldn't know how to do it anymore you know I, I, I that's a funny thing I mean you do it selfishly and uh, anyone that tells you otherwise is you know lying I think you, <laughs> you know you do artwork for yourself and if people like it Fantastic, but if I was ever in a position where I had to produce, you know, like you must produce because you're you gotta sell this and sell that, and it was a numbers game, I would probably fold. I don't know that I could pull it off. Gotcha. Well, Norman, thank you so much. You're you're just one of the coolest guys I've ever met, and I wanted to say thanks for keeping this show going too, and and working on it, and all the stuff you've done. Because I know it is not. It's fun, but it's not easy at all. So all of you uh, guys on the on the show are just amazing for doing it. Man, I, I've been to the hospital like three times this season. Like it's not it's not easy at all. But but you know it's it's you know like I said it doesn't get better than and I know it. Like I'm having the time of my life. That is great, and, and thank you. I'm so glad you you're, you've you've come into your own with this one, and you've made this character your own. And I I just love him to death. I'm wearing earrings with uh, you on them right now, actually, as we speak. So there you go. Yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much again for talking to us, and and I can't wait to see the premiere. You guys kick so much ass. So uh, yeah. yeah. Yay. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. We're going to freak out. Cool, man. Well, I will see you, I'm sure, at a con at some point soon. So thank you again, man. Well, right on. Thanks, man. All right. Talk to you later. All right. Bye. Bye-bye.